Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello, halflings. It's me, your very neighborhood GM, but I won't be your GM for this adventure. Oh, no, no. Today, we have a special treat for you. We have a guest GM. And it's Navar Jackson! That's right! Friend of the show, halfling avenger, and all-around swell guy, Navar Jackson is here to run his game, The Corrupted, for us. How cool is that? It's a game that he made! Now, before we begin, I do want to warn you, The Corrupted is, in fact, a horror game. It's inspired by series like The Last of Us. So, if zombies and violence and potentially body horror and all sorts of other horror-oriented things and post-apocalypse-oriented things uh, bother you, this may not be the episode for you. But for those of you who are okay with all of those things, get ready, folks, because this is going to be a blast. Okay, I'm going to throw it over to Navarre and our incredible cast. Take it away, folks! Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love, a city deeply rooted with history and culture, and though the world may have ended in a way, some life goes on. Five years of survival puts the chaotic events of the apocalypse in a haze. A plane crash, a pandemic, violence, running, surviving, violence, running, surviving. Streets that once could be walked eventually became open ground to be hunted. And though the brave and hungry still scavenged about for a time, eventually they became more corrupted than people. And the streets filled again with a new kind of traffic. Taut, searching husks, roam the streets of Philly in search of new hosts, in search of metal. When they find the latter, they stop and lay in wait. And when they find the former, they run again. The only reprieve is to avoid the roads, avoid the trains and the sewers, avoid the corrupted, and live a somewhat quiet life on the rooftops. Yet no bird who once has flown wants to be caged, and no person once free to go where they please wants to be captive to their home. And when your home on Spruce Street is a site of a large-scale mural depicting a beautiful black person floating in air, you've got to feel inspired. So take your eyes up, away from the road and the dangers of teeth and nails and tendrils, and watch the sparks cascade as a symbol comes to life. Lexi, I need you to give me an agility athletics roll, please. We haven't even done character introduction. I know, oh no. <laughs> we already rolling. We already rolling. Right into it. 25. 25. So in this game, anything 20 plus is a critical success. We see your character jumping from the top of your home roof over to the next building as you use your climbing picks to zip line down to the next building over. Please, what does your character look like as they are doing this? Yeah, you see this like very, very lean, strong figure with these hooks, two hooks over his head going down this very thick 
engineered wire. On the shorter side, I'd say that he's about 5'5", five, 5'4", five, five, maybe. 28, 29-year-old, very, very dark, dark skin. He's wearing like practical clothing, anything that kind of gives him ease of movement. Sneakers with rubber soles, probably just like shirt with the sleeves cut off. Bare arms yield scars, both surgical and just like over time from daring escapes, broken bones. His eyes are a mix of like determination with a glimmer of resilience and just look straight forward at where he wants to land as Link holds on for dear life. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think with the crit success, like you've done this so many times now over these years, Link flies through the air and at the last moment, let's go, slides through the window, through the open window, hits the ground, rolls into a run, and you are in the next building over. Today has been a weird day for you because nobody really goes out on scavenging runs anymore. It's just not very safe. And usually when that happens, you get to go. But today... One of the other people in the community, um, Kimmy, actually left without you, left without anybody else. Um, mm. Maybe they were just tired of being cooped up. Maybe she just was bored. But for whatever reason, they left and you didn't get to go. So I think, yeah, now you're kind of seeing, can you find out where Kimmy is? I would like for you to give me, uh, let's first do a judgment alertness roll. Okay. That's only going to be an 11. Okay. So that is a partial success. Give yourself one stress, please. Okay. With the partial success, you're kind of going through this area that you've cleared out that you know, like, the doors that anybody else could get in are locked. This building is old. I keep the windows open so I can get in and out. So weatherization is a problem. It's pretty creaky in here. And you're just trying to go into, like, rooms you know are safe, checking out windows, seeing what you can see. And um, you don't see Kimmy anywhere. I think what you do see is that there seems to be movement. You can just catch like the glimpses of like heads like through the skyline um, and over the rooftop. Some of the corrupted seem to be disturbed further down the street, maybe a block or so away from, from where you are. So I look over and I see disturbance. I'll look where I landed um, and I'll just call out, but do I know if sound draws these things in? It does, yeah. Like, if you let, I, yell out enough, I mean, they they might not be able to get you from where you are, but yeah. you might disturb some stuff. I think I know the limit of, like, where it will actually draw attention. Mm -hmm. I will go exactly, like, at that limit. Okay. But, like, minus one. <laughs> okay. And I'll just yell, Kimmy! Kimmy, you here? You don't get a response. You do hear the sound of wailing from the street below. And it starts as one, and then sounds like it could be dozens. And it makes like this wave of like different whales down the streets. Can I look over the edge? Mm -hmm. I just want to see, like, are they drawn to me? Um, recently, we've had people fall. <laughs> so I don't yeah, know yeah. if this is a situation where I would see someone down there. Without even having to roll, I think what you see is that what corrupted art in the streets are looking up and looking around, trying to find the source of the sound. They don't seem to be running anywhere, but further down the block, it sounds like the, the sound is rising in that direction. Oh, jeez. I might have to get closer to that. Yeah. Or is this is this the time for me to do what I do best, which is be an alert system? <laughs> I think I want to get closer right now. 
Uh, okay. I think I'll just keep trying to jump buildings. Okay. We will come back to you. Jeremy, Drac, and Gabe, please, all of you, give me a D8 roll. It's a six. Three. Also three. Jeremy. Mm-hmm. It's midday. You are, I think, probably outside of your room that you sleep in on the sixth floor. I'm curious, what do you think is like a normal thing that you'd be doing in this moment? I think a normal thing that I would be doing would be basically trying to contribute to either food efforts, like agricultural efforts, find out if we need more supplies, Mm -hmm. maybe to organize a team to go out or just going out myself. Also, if there's an infirmary, I would probably go and offer my services there. Or maybe trying to engage with whoever runs the security here to find out, like, do we have any issues with any nearby settlements? Are there any larger concerns that I can try and lend my guidance? Basically, wherever I can be useful to keep the people here safe and healthy, that is what I want to be doing. So I think as you're walking through the hall, you can hear like there's people like going up the stairs up to the rooftop garden. One other person from the community walks out of his room. Um, He's like six foot four. He has a a thick beard. Uh, He's a black man. He's got this like very like short twist in his hair. His name is Marcus. And he's like, hey, uh, Nicodemus, what's what's going on? Should I describe Nicodemus? Yeah, please do. All right. Uh, <laughs> Especially during the, I'm just, yeah, yeah, yes, please do. Yeah. Given, given the, the, the casualness of this greeting, I think it may, it becomes all the more uh, hilarious. Yeah. So Nicodemus is very tall, very slender. He moves weightlessly as though he's walking on the moon. All of his movements seem sort of spacey. He almost looks like he's an empty body that is suspended from a floating balloon head. Like he's just is barely touching the ground, barely interacting with anything around him, moving weirdly slowly. He pretty much is always wearing long sleeves, pants, tough gloves, skate pads, and hiking boots, all of which have been coated with multiple layers of tape, mostly duct tape. That duct tape has in turn been covered with multiple layers of camo. So he looks like some sort of floating moon robot wearing camo with all this silver peeking out. His face is painted with white markings, like bright white markings that that imitate the black markings of the corrupted. So like a sort of white leaking out of his eyes, nose, ears, out of any past wounds he's had that have healed. He has put white paint. He, it, uh, what? What time of year is it, would you say? Uh, I'd say it's like late spring. Okay, late spring. Then he has he has sheared himself for the summer to get rid of as much heat as possible. So he is currently, uh, he still has eyebrows, but everything else is shaved. He has shaved his head and his beard. And so he's completely bald and and completely beardless. And I think the, the white of his eyes is also always visible. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not clear whether he just has big eyes or is always wide-eyed, but you can always see the whites of his eyes. And I should say, he also is always carrying his armor with him. His armor is a mix of riot gear and football pads that he can don pretty quickly. And he's also carrying his spear, uh, which is essentially a... A long staff that has a piece of rebar stuck in perpendicular about maybe a foot and a half from the uh, end of the blade and the wood has been sharpened into a tip but into that sharpened end have been inserted multiple shards of glass to help it slice through and do more damage. So he's carrying this corrupted boar spear and armor and is wildly painted and this guy just walks up and is like, hi man uh, I look back and I say 
Hello, buddy. <laughs> I'm looking for Noon. Uh, I, th- I think I saw her down on the third floor. Uh, Excellent. Nick, I mean, you're, you're taking up a lot of space in the hallway, brother. Like, you, you need to carry all that stuff? Things can go wrong at any moment. I have survived this long by being always prepared. Okay. Fair enough. Um, when you're done, we could probably use your help up on the roof. I reach out and just take Marcus's hand, uh, and I look at him directly in the eye and say, Marcus, I want you to know I appreciate you. And I appreciate that I'm causing problems for you here. But I want you to understand that I'm only here to help. And perhaps whatever problems I'm causing are only because the rest of you haven't quite yet made the adjustments that you need to make in order to survive in this new world. Uh, I think he... Like, w- without thinking about it, shudders a little bit. Um, maybe it's because your hand's cold. Maybe it's because fucking weird. But he, uh, <laughs> he, he, he's like, all right, yeah. Um, well, cool. Bring a shovel, though, because we got gutter need to do. All right? Absolutely. Happy to help. And I think as he, like, he takes a step away and watches you walk and just has the most, what the fuck did we get ourselves into? Look on his, on his face. <laughs> <laughs> I turn around and just give him a little finger gun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and a smile. So you start heading down uh, the stairs to go to the third floor. Um, down on the third floor, we see Noon and Azu. And let's start with Gabe. If you could please describe your character. Yeah, Noon is about six feet tall, relatively slender, but definitely built. They're wearing harem pants that are red and black and they've got a sleeveless tank top that has a matching pattern to it. Their hair is up in a small ponytail and down both arms you can see full tattoo arm sleeves and it looks to be like almost like a variety of animals. You'll see a wolf, a fox, a snake, a possum. It's almost like there is just a cornucopia of creatures down both arms and they are also wearing what look to be the MMA kind of gloves, but instead of the foam padding just at the end, it looks like stitched on top of that is a small metal plate on each side. Love it. And Drac. Yeah, I think Azuka's probably maybe an inch or two short, so we're on 5'11", 5'10". Black mask person, looking like they're in their mid-30s, but from the bags under their eyes and just a general exhaustion, they look quite a few years older than even that fairly lean in build like they were very athletic in the younger years and that kind of stuck with them as they grew older you can tell from the definition um, it's from labor rather than working out very dark heavy bags underneath their brown eyes they either just don't get enough sleep or just constantly stressed uh, maybe a combination of both they have black shoulder length locks currently tied up in a half up half down kind of style and wear a kind of uh, red, just pl- classic red and black checkered shirt, brown leather jacket over it. I think they've wrapped around their forearm of the jacket with some tape. And you can see that there's some signs of bite marks within there um, as they used it for at least some level of protection before getting away from any corrupted. Um, I guess right now on the third floor, what's going on at the third floor? Because I guess that will depend on yeah, I think that the both of you were probably alerted by somebody in the community that Kimmy had taken off, that Kimmy had tried to go scavenge for some stuff. I think you both know that Kimmy is not like Link. She can't just zip line across buildings uh, with ease. Um, so doing this is, is super risky. 
basically like the way that I think the building is set up is that you're on the third floor and there's this sort of like mezzanine level. You're able to like look over this sort of um, inside balcony down to where the entrance is. Most of the windows are like boarded up and barricaded. And you just kind of both like have your eyes on the door. I think Yoon, I think people look to her for like, teach me how to fight, mm-hmm. um, you know, like first to protect, that kind of thing. And then Azu is the person that everybody goes to when they need themselves tended, right? Um, when they can't do it themselves. Um, and also very capable of uh, surviving as well. And so, yeah, I think the two of you are just kind of like trying to determine if Kimmy left, like, do we go after her or do we wait? It's kind of like where we're entering this scene. Zuka's kind of pacing, I think, back and forth. God's what got into my head. Why did she leave without telling anyone? Probably desperation, I guess. Something so dire that she would go by herself so no one could stop her. Yes, death sentence. And there's not much I can do about death. There's nothing most of us can do about death. Is her life what we risk ours for? That's what I'm asking myself um but knowing link i assume link's already out risking theirs link also jumps from building to building i'm well aware yes i think i think we should go out at the very least it won't be good for morale if we lose Kimmy. okay but if anyone else dies that's worse we'll make sure no one else dies that's your job yeah so i think you can both like sort of make it down to the second level and then from there I feel like the stairs would have been barricaded. And so there's like a a series of a couple of climbing ropes that have just been tied off um, in the event that you actually do need to get down there. I will have you both, just because it's fun to roll, give me a, we'll do agility athletics for these as well. 14. 15. 15. Okay, so partial success. So I think it's just like you're, you're just trying to get set up. I think that maybe part of it is that Kimmy when she left disturbed the things in a way so it's like you have to like re-tie some stuff make sure it's set um, and it's kind of a slow go you step over the edge and you're about to go down Nicodemus walks into the room from the third floor and you can see the two of them about to descend but we're going to jump back over to Link. Link I need you to give me a- another Agility athletics as you jump out a window onto okay. the rooftop next to the building you're in. 28. Okay, yeah. Uh, incredible, yeah. Um, so reduce that stress point that you took. Um, also, Drac and Gabe, please give yourself one stress if you haven't already. You're going to jump out. You start running and you get to the corner of the next building over, which is considerably lower um, than the building you were just in. Uh, and you're looking down and you, you can now start to hear like that droning wail of, of more and more of them. And you can start to hear the sound of running steps. Give me an intellect alertness roll, please. 15. 15, partial success. So you see that there is this swarm of corrupted all running in the direction of the building. And there seems to be something in front of it. And there's more and more that are just coming from the sides. It's hard to tell what it is. It's not until it like passes you and is already ahead like getting closer to the building that you finally realize like oh shit that's Kimmy on a bike pedaling their ass off back to the front of the building you don't know where the rest of your team is but as you mentioned before you are the early alert system 
to try and get back and warn everyone. So I need you to book it. This is going to be Vitality Athletics as you basically try to rush back as fast as you can to the next window down so you can get back across to your main building. Okay. Which is going to, I think, drop you on the fourth floor. Yeah, I got a 13. (laughs) A 13, partial success. So take another stress. I think it's just like this moment of like, or you tell me, like, do you think Link is like frozen at the sight of shit, this like of everything that's about to happen? What do you think it is that slows you down a little bit? I do think that Link connects very deeply with people. I think the risk factor of what he does is important and he recognizes it's necessary and he loves it, but he does it for other people. Um, And whatever connection he had with Kimmy, I think even if he was just someone that Kimmy spoke to, I think that there's this, all of these deeply sympathetic thoughts causing a spiral in his Mm. mind of like why would you do this this is so stupid you're riding a metal bike they need they need metal they love metal you're making so much noise why would you do this alone why would you do this like over and over and over so as i'm doing i'm using forms that are so rehearsed that i don't have to think about it but my disconnection from my body and my connection to my heart is causing me to like slow down as i'm like thinking about them. Yeah. And so I think like that distraction is like this moment where it kind of glazes over your mind and you find yourself like too close to the window. You didn't prepare your jump. So you you have to like stop, put your hands against the wall, back up. I need you to give me another athletics agility roll to back up and jump back out on the next zip line down. Okay. 15 again. Okay. Partial success. There's always yeah. this fear of falling, right? Mm-hmm. That fear is kind of what drives you, I think, at sort of the adrenaline. But you look down and you can see out the window, Kimmy is so close to the building. And you can just see these people, these bodies that run faster than any human should be able to run. They are absolutely gaining on her. And that moment of like, this might actually go down. This might actually be the thing that destroys us is a fear that spikes in you. And so when you go through the open window, you just don't land as gracefully as you normally do. You don't get hurt. You're not taking damage, but you stumble and sort of crash to the ground and you get up and you're able to start running through the building again. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just a little bit slower. Let's jump back. Nune and Azu, you are stepping over the rope. You're coming down. You can hear the sound getting closer and closer. You can hear like there are many, many of these things that are running towards the building that you're about to go down to the first floor on. Nicodemus, you walk into the room. You can hear it as well. I don't even say anything. I just start putting on my my gear. <laughs> Wordlessly, just start taking out my various weapons. Yeah. Once I'm done, just walk up and stand silently beside the pair of them, not really saying anything. I'm not sure if they've noticed I'm here, but I would uh, like to we- I think it's hard not to <laughs> People notice when Optimus Prime shows up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I give you both a nod. I should also say my riot gear is also painted with the same markings, like my helmet with a faceplate as well is painted with those same white markings, even though you can't actually see my face. Love it. You see Nicodemus come up and stand on the top of the of the second floor balcony, um, and you start to descend down. Still, do you hearing all this sound? Is that deterring you to turn around, or you do you continue to go? Just a quick question, second, because this is uh, where there's a translation, a difference in translation in the UK English and yeah. American English. First floor is that the ground floor? The ground floor. Or- <laughs> yeah. Ground floor. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, that's fair. I think in that case, and is there a way for me to be able to look out like a window and see outside from the second floor? Here's the thing. Because these corrupted, the way that the corruption takes over the brain, these things can do impossible things. The same way that your body can jump 30 feet when you get shocked by electricity, your pain stops you from doing something like that. They don't have the pain that stops them. So I think that everything's boarded up pretty high. But I think like as you're going over the edge, you can see like out the windows from maybe the second floor that you felt like this is high enough that you can see that there seems to be some kind of horde running quickly. Um, and then you descend lower and you can't see anymore. Okay. It looks like we've got a horde. Maybe but something is definitely clearly attracted them to us now. We need to figure out what. Do you want me to run ahead? I can try and do some reconnaissance. Sure. If you're confident. I will do my best to remain uncorrupted. And I just launch forward <laughs> very just like crouching, just scurrying okay. well, off. You got to get, yeah, you got to get down there to the first floor first. So um, we can say there's definitely another rope. So let's do, because you have so much stuff on, I'm going to say this is going to be a brawn athletics um, just to try to like lower yourself down and maintain okay. your weight as you descend. And then so for uh, Nguyen and Azu. Are you on the ground floor now, do you think? Or are you still yeah. kind of just hanging on the Yeah. Rope? I'm worried about him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there another way other than the rope to get down? Um, no. Out of curiosity. Okay. Because I would try and take that probably yeah. than, rather just than jumping just jumping like, and, and landing. Yeah. <laughs> you said brawn and athletics? Yes. Okay. Here we go. Uh, that is nine. <laughs> nine, okay. I think you start to descend down the rope, and it's just like you can feel yourself like starting to sweat as like, all of your gear just becomes so heavy. And I think you get about halfway, and you just drop down to the ground. It makes a loud thud. You don't hurt yourself, but you are going to have to like pick yourself off the ground. You're going to take two stress as well. Uh, okay. Yeah. So do the three of you move towards the door? Yeah. I would. I would stay yeah. back, and so I have a rifle with one yeah. shoulder and a quiver of arrows at my side. So I think I'll pull out my arrow and ready an arrow okay. and keep keep back as yeah. the others go forward. I'll approach the door. Yeah, I, I will also approach the door as stealthily and quickly as possible. Okay, you get to the door, and I think it's one of those things where it's like the sound is becoming overwhelming. You can hear like this weird like squeaking sound. And as you crack the door open, you can see Kimmy like eyes wide, terrified. These things are like rushing, gaining on her. Uh, she is basically just riding the bike straight to the doorway. Are you going to just like open it and try to close it before all the corrupted get in? Or what, what's the plan? It, it consider like a double doors, like swinging double doors. We see Kimmy all alone charging towards us, leading a horde back. Yes. Can I see if she's doing this on purpose? Uh, sure. I think this strikes me as just a very irrational course of behavior. <laughs> so I would like to like see if yeah. I could read her. What's her deal? <laughs> yeah, give me a judgment insight. Okay. I have more pluses to this. Let's see if this goes any better. Okay, that's a 21. 21, so good success. I think that you look at her and you see somebody that fucked up and is scared and wants to get back home. Okay. With the size of that force, would they, if we... All right. Do I think that explosives might be able to clear enough of them that she could at least get through the door? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, then I would like to turn to Noon and say... Stand back, please. I'd like to take out a stick of dynamite with a very short fuse. Actually, I'd like to just cut the fuse shorter 
uh, light it and then just throw it out past Kimmy okay. towards the corrupted. GM okay. <sighs> okay. <laughs> the sigh. <laughs> I was prepared mentally for this. This is going to be judgment for sure. Um, okay. To like how closely do I cut this fuse? Do I give myself mm-hmm. enough time? Mm-hmm. And I think we'll do athletics just for like how far you can toss it. Excellent. You're not like having to understand that I'm, you know, it's dynamite. Uh, uh, yes, that is a 20. Okay. Crit success. So despite the absolute uh, irrationality of this plan, um, you, <laughs> you light this fuse new and you see this man who is dressed in armor that has been painted to be like antithetical, corrupted uh, in this like makeshift right gear and duct tape and pull out a stick of dynamite, light it, and toss it over the shoulder of Kimmy. Oh the doors open. Kimmy slides in into the building. Before this bomb goes off, I need both of you to give me brawn athletics rolls to try to slam this door closed quickly. All right. It's going to be an 11 for me. Oh, my God. Come on, Noon. Take us home. <laughs> I'm going to throw dynamite. What? <laughs> uh, that's a 19. Nguyen, you are able to close your side of the door. And I think as Nicodemus is trying to get the other side closed, you feel your shoulder get pushed back as one, two, three of these things blast through the opening before, and then Nicodemus closes it. You hear outside an explosion. The building shakes, and I think you hear some of the glass that's like behind the barricades shatter. It doesn't go through the opening, but you can hear it. Um, and you can hear more screaming outside from these things. Azu, you had a bow uh, and arrow ready in case anything's yeah. gotten through. Three of them did get through, and they've sort of rushed through chasing Kimmy, and now they're in this open space. What what happens as you see them pop in? Well, I think first there's a look of confusion and surprise as I see Nicodemus throw a stick of dynamite with no warning, really, to any of us. Um, yeah. and <laughs> Where did like, he get that from? The- Holy I did shit. say stand back to be. <laughs> where where? we anything. have to shut the door? <laughs> and Ezekiel quickly put up their arrow and fire um, at at least one of the the corrupted. Okay, the one closest to Kimmy. Yeah, give me uh, agility archery. Okay, nat twenty. Uh, says twenty six. Okay, what is your archery skill? Uh, archery is a plus three. Plus three, so that's a D8 of damage. you love to see it. Eight, eight points of damage. Yeah, so you absolutely just drill one of these through the temple. I actually think I aim for, like, right through the throat to sever the spinal cord. Ah. Okay, yeah. Just to get paralyzed. Ah. <laughs> so okay. I, think every, I think anyone who's worked with, with Zika, that's where they always aim for, the spinal cord to paralyze these things. Because okay. um, the skull is too much to go through, especially for <laughs> okay. an arrow. The neck is a lot easier. Yeah, it just like flips to the side. It falls limply to the floor. You can see that there's two more there. I'm going to go ahead and let you say you can like pull another arrow if you want to. But let's, um, Noon, there's two, basically. One just knocked you over. Um, there's two right in front of you trying to go after uh, you and, and Kimmy and, and Nicodemus. Yeah, I'm just going to give them like two piece and fries. Like <laughs> as, as soon as this explosion goes off and the arrow goes by, she activates. Yeah. Like... The adrenaline starts pumping. It's literally trying to, like, grab and snap in whatever way, whether that's arm, leg, neck, or otherwise, just to get rid of these creatures as fast as possible. Let's do brawn uh, unarmed combat. Hell yeah. So plus seven. Yeah, that's weird. That's 25. Okay, this is a crit success as well. So just going back, sorry, Drac, yours actually is 16 points of damage because it's doubled. Um, oh, 
so it doesn't it, you still did it uh, okay. but yeah just for <laughs> for the bookkeeping and then also reduce your stress if you have any by one um same goes for you gabe reduce your stress by one if you have any and yeah this is going to be double damage as well on a d4 for unarmed combat is a d10 or excuse me on a plus four is a d10 so d10 times two let's go while gabe is rolling this should i also decrease my roll since or decrease my stress rather since i rolled a crit with the dynamite yes please okay so i rolled a nine and so that is doubled yeah, so 18 damage. 18. Yeah. You can also spread that damage out um, because you're not just using like a single arrow. I think you can use this damage to take out the other two um, yeah. quickly. So what does that look like as, you're, as you basically take these on uh, and absolutely destroy these two monsters with your variants? Noon definitely rolls over one of them and then like almost very wrestler move like grabs the neck and then just kind of like suplexes backwards to slam it down as she does the suplex she rolls over the body trips one with her feet as it starts coming down she brings her elbow just right into the chin just trying to rotate it as hard as possible with that rotation bringing herself around one more time and then bringing her left leg around to a spin kick on the third it is all about momentum and then the redistribution of energy in the way that she fights Nicodemus, you can hear outside the door the sort of screaming. You can hear like scrabbling of like bodies dragging themselves for a few moments on the floor. It doesn't sound like they're trying to get in the building now. It seems like the explosive was enough of a distraction to change their thoughts of what is going on and distract them into this area still. They're still outside, but their short-term memory has changed to, we don't need to go in that building anymore. We need to figure out what that big ball of fire was so i think you guys can definitely just like lock it and get going and i think as all of this has ended link you run in in that last moment of seeing you absolutely destroy this last one <laughs> with her elbow and you're up on the on the third floor looking down did you get kimmy can i say like as soon as we lock it i rush over and start checking kimmy for injuries yeah yeah um i think when you look at kimmy you can see like um she's kind of bloodied um, there seems to be something on her forehead. Uh, her eyes are still wide. Um, she's breathing heavily, like hyperventilating uh, and freaking out. But yeah, I think both you and Azura are there. So yeah, does anybody yeah, want to try could to like... Be. Yeah. I think as, especially since Kimmy probably running straight at me, I'd have definitely like, since he grabbed Kimmy, stop. We've, it's fine. Relax. 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 Breathe. You're here now. Are you hurt? And I'll do it once over, over then to look for... I think specifically bites. They're at the very least moving enough to be alive, but I'm going to be looking for like bites specifically. Can I assist in some way? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just to boost their role? Okay. Yeah. And I will say that I think all of you know now that like a bite isn't enough to change somebody into a corrupted. They basically, the corruption has to go inside of them. Yeah. From the, from the monster. But yeah, you're looking around both of you. Give me a intellect medicine roll, please. Okay. Okay. That is a 23. And I got a 14. 14. Okay, so partial success for Jeremy. Um, that'll give you one stress. And uh, the crit success will reduce your stress by one if you have any left, Drac. So, yeah, you're looking her over. It's just hard with your helmet on and everything. Nick needs to, like, really get a, a good scale. I think you noticed something on her forehead, but it's not until nurse like actually starting to like clean her up and like check on her get her calm down you start to like clean the blood off her forehead and you can see that there has been carved into it 
um, this sort of weird design. It looks like an eye, like a very like rudimentary eye with a circle iris over the lines from the top to the bottom past it. There's just one straight line going down. Seems to be have carved into her forehead. Jesus Christ, what happened to you, Kimmy? I, I, I know I fucked up. I know I fucked up. I, I just, I needed, uh, I was just looking, I don't know. I just, I didn't want to be in in the building anymore. And I, I can't do what Link does, but I just, I just wanted to do something. I wanted to be productive and I, I fucking hate gardening. And so I, Kimmy, I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be very honest with you. You've been the exact opposite of productive. You've wasted a lot of our time, brought, corrupted to our doorstep. Stay inside until you're ready to leave. Now, what happened to your forehead? Her eyes are starting to like well with tears. I just, I, I ran, I ran into these people, and they, they, they grabbed me and they started talking to me about this true sight or something, and and they held me down and they carved us into my head, and the, I just, I fought for my life and I was able to get away, but I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. They said something about true sight, and and the night comes for you. And I okay, okay. This is gonna. I don't know. How many of them were there? Um, yeah, I think Link as you like work your way down to the to the first floor. Yeah. I'm like uh, doing the whole like like <laughs> jumping from one. I'm vaulting. I'm grabbing <laughs> yeah. onto a pole, swinging, and then landing, uh, uh, Spider-Man style, like yeah, on yeah, the ground, absolutely. stand yeah. up, like nothing happened, and approach. Um, it, it was hard to tell. There, there was, uh, I mean, I think there was like eight in the room. They, they were really weird. They all had this on their forehead and... Stop touching it. I just like slap her hand away from <laughs> yeah. touching it. Like her hands are absolutely <laughs> grody too. Like just nasty uh, grit from, from everything out yeah. in the streets. But yeah, they, they all had this and I just, I don't, I don't know. It, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't that far. Maybe a couple of miles. Did they follow you? I, I I think they did for a time, but I mean, once I know I fucked up once I was on the street and, and I took that bike because the corruptors are chasing me out. I, I wasn't able to look back after that. I will turn to Nicodemus. Uh, Nicodemus, does this bring any bells to you? You're the religious type. In all of my studies, does the rhetoric or the symbol ring any bells? I'm going to have you do investigation and intellect to try to see if any of that has ever come up for you. Alrighty, here we go. That is a 20. You've traveled pretty far since the apocalypse has happened. Maybe your travels took you through Pittsburgh not too many months ago. And you didn't think anything of it at the time, but on a building on the side, you did see written in graffiti, the night comes for you. That's the only thing that you've ever like seen from this. And it wasn't accompanied by the symbol or anything. It just said the night comes for you. It says the night comes for you, yeah. Okay. I relay that to the others. And then I add, it is likely that whoever these individuals are, regardless of whether they continue to follow, surely the stampede of corrupted that can be led to us is essentially a beacon leading in this direction. Surely if that didn't bring them here, the explosion would have alerted them. Yeah, no, I'm fairly certain of that. Lincoln, have you? did you see anything? I know you were out jumping from roof to roof as usual. First, I saw um, the swarm of the corrupted down on the ground. I was a little confused because um, they, they were loud. They were frenzied. 
Um, I was looking for Kimmy, so I jumped to another building. It was odd. It did seem like maybe there were two things they were going after. I'm not sure. Not not going after. They seemed to be kind of obsessed with me and then obsessed with something else. And I guess that thing turned out to be Kimmy, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I saw anyone specifically. Do you think it wasn't Kimmy? Um, is there any way I could think back on this swarm that I saw and because I didn't notice Kimmy till the late game like it took me jumping to the second building to notice yeah is there any possibility I saw like anyone running away or more than one person gaining on Kimmy or the corrupted going after anyone but Kimmy let's do a intellect alertness roll to see if you can piece like any of your memory together to to bring up something that might have been that's only gonna be a 12 a 12 was partial success um take one stress i think that you what's your stress at right now i'm at four four i'm at four very worried for friends um incredible so in this moment as you're thinking back on it you falter uh so Falter is a condition that you take as your stress increases. Um, and along with that, you also are dealing with one of your um, conflicts, which we didn't actually get into before. So we can kind of just uh, use these as we go. But um, for right now, sorry, let me get to the page. Your falter. Uh, you falter or hesitate, causing you to waste precious time do only one action on this turn, blah, 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 or hesitate during response in a narrative situation. So what does it look like as you falter in this? Um, and why do you falter? And then we can talk about what conflict is arising in you as well. Because I think what you're, you're trying to think about it and you're just, everything seems to just be overwhelming. I think that's like, you, you remember waves of corrupted, you remember like pieces of them that you were running by, but you can never actually fully catch a glimpse. So did you see something else or was it just corrupted? hard to say yeah i think i know that uh nurse is already kind of like laid into kimmy but i think i just look up at kimmy and go why would you do something so stupid i look i, I know i i know i fucked up okay i'm sorry Do you know what you looked like from the roof i'm looking down at you i see hundreds of corrupted running after you you look like an ant you look like the tiniest bug they were willing to squash you they were gonna do it if it weren't for... Noon walks up with a wet washcloth and starts wiping down Kimmy's hands. She clears them a little bit of the grime and then dabs the spot on her forehead, kind of side-eyes the rest of the party, and is just, are we truly going to talk more about the fact that she almost died and what wrong she did? or at least take a moment to appreciate that she is alive. You can berate her tomorrow. Today we can celebrate that she and we are alive. Well, I don't know that right now is necessarily the time for celebration. I do agree that I think Kimmy understands that what she did was foolish. It is time to secure and make sure that the rest of us are safe. I think that, at the very least, we should remain vigilant and perhaps inform anyone else who needs to know that there is a threat out there. There are 
agents out there of some sort of shadow, darkness, perhaps agents of the corruption itself. I do agree we should warn everyone else. Kimmy, meet me in the infirmary. I'll see if I can make sure that doesn't scar permanently. She um, sort of nods solemnly and whispers a thank you to Nyun, um, and then sort of like gets up off the floor. <clears throat> I think Link's jaw is going to clench um, and he's going to step forward and from his little pouch... I imagine that pedaling a bike in the middle of the apocalypse, your hands are like the way you're gripping <laughs> onto the bike. Uh, Nune already has like kind of cleaned them. I'm going to take out some like wet chalk, which sounds okay. so weird, but it's <laughs> it's literally alcohol mixed with chalk. And so it can it can literally help with your uh, with your cuts. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna give this. I'm just. She said something about wanting to be like me or like wanting to do something. I'm going to just give her the whole like tube that I have left. It's like barely anything left. But okay. I'll just say, spread it on your hands. Don't use too much. Um, it should help with whatever you know blisters you have on your hands tomorrow. Thank you. Yeah, she like looks like up at the rope to like have to get cl- to climb back up, and at her hands and uh, just sort of sighs and like you know she gets like a cloth from her bag and like tries to wrap her hands as best as possible to get up this rope. Um, please remove one medical supply from your equipment. I think everybody's able to like get back up eventually. It takes some time to get everybody off the first floor, and you can get her up to the infirmary. I think what's what's everybody's plan? Like what knowing that there's like this threat that's like imminently outside, and there's also this other bizarre threat. Uh, what's everybody doing? Azuka's going to be tending to. They'll they'll leave the talking to the people yeah. a bit better at talking, <laughs> and we'll tend to Kimmy try to work okay. on that wound. Uh, I'm going to put myself at Noon's disposal. Okay. Because I, I think I recognize that both Noon and Azu are, like, much more in with this settlement. I'm a relatively recent arrival. I just want to be helpful wherever I can be. So I'm just going to go to Noon and say, wherever you need me, I'm yours. I think Noon talks about loosely setting up a perimeter. If someone did follow her back, chances are they would have like a scout or something just to watch. And if they could use the corrupted as some sort of shroud, being aware that someone might be out there and just occasionally doing a check, like setting up maybe like almost like a rotation between the two of us of like checking these different areas while someone's like watching up top or around. That way as well, like there's like rest and a rotation and it's, yeah, because someone's watching at some point. I'm happy to go first. Uh, to head out first and establish the perimeter. That would be lovely. Uh, I turn and f- uh, whatever are the exits, if we have any secret exits that are not directly through the front door into yeah, the yeah. crowd of corrupted, then I will take those. Okay. I think there's like a second story exit door that leads out to a balcony that I think that y'all have set up like, cool. Like we just keep the key here. We can unlock it when we need to. We can get out and just kind of keep an eye an idea of what's going on from one side of the building. And this would be the opposite side of the building that leads to the other tall buildings that uh, Link jumps to. Go ahead and give me a judgment alertness roll. Okay. It's going to be uh, 20. 
Hell yeah. Okay, crit success. Yeah, so you're looking around. Um, things seem to have quieted down on this side. Uh, you don't see anything through the trees or anything like that. So at the beginning of your of your watch, we'll say, everything looks good. Um, yeah, and and what is... Uh, I know Nuni just gave out some instructions, but what, what, is, what is she doing now? I think she's probably trying to give some coordination self-defense classes whether it's like for making sure people are actually prepared or the psychology of okay i know how to defend myself i will be fine it's less that like she's actually planning for these people to fight and it's more that she wants these people to believe they can fight so they don't freak out yeah uh, I would like for you to give me an empathy unarmed combat role just to see like if you're like how stressed do you look as you're instructing others you got it plus six uh that is a 17 17 okay so yeah so um composed calm like a normal class i think it helps the other people of the community to like go through this and like feel confident knowing that they like all right well we've gotten you in here we're learning how to fight ourselves i think we can do okay um and what is link up to i think that link is trying to talk to are we considered like the leaders of this settlement yeah i think so okay yeah um i think with the exception of uh nicodemus who's like newer um mm-hmm. yeah i feel like link is like watching kimmy from afar like <laughs> just like outside doing, of the infirmary <laughs> doing pull-ups and push-ups and stuff but is also just like trying to i think you know what here's what i'll do i think that uh, Link is healing his own wounds. Like there are subtle scrapes that you get from jumping from building to building and also does these like stretches and things and rolls out uh, his muscles while in the infirmary with Azu. That way that that way uh, he can keep an eye on Kimmy. Um, and it's just a little bit annoying to Azu because you just look over at any point in time and you see him in this weird yoga pose, like rolling. <laughs> just on the if you're cool with this, I feel like it's definitely like a case of um, at some point I prescribed like daily stretches to you and now you just made it a thing to come yep. to my infirmary and just stretch there. Yeah, I, I think Link is a big liar when it comes to pain. And so yeah. you did that and he got very spiteful, but he's also been very limber ever since. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Link is like toxic athlete about, about pain. Like, yep. this is how you grow. <laughs> but did I die? Pain is weakness leaving the body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just for fun, uh, Azu, please give me an insight empathy role. I want to see if you can tell like if there's the ulterior motive of why. <laughs> I, I'm even. I, I might have. I did an addition, but I don't think I wrote high enough. Um, yeah, I definitely did it. That's a, a seven. Seven. Ooh, failure. Strong yeah. seven. So give yourself two stress. Um, nah, for that strong seven. seven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's like one of those things where it's like you're already frustrated with Kimmy and the danger that they brought to the building. And then it's like you're like I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure Link already like did stretches with me today. It's like what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> and so it's all of just like you really can't deal with your own stressors because you're taking care of of other people now. One of them who 
truly does not need to be there in the room with you yeah. um, and you just can't really figure out what's what's going on with it but yeah I think time goes on throughout the day um, and you the building doesn't seem to have any like further trouble uh, thankfully but I do think like as night approaches are you all taking any extra precautions or do you think that there has always been like a a set like somebody has to take watch no matter what every night um, like there's a rotation. So. Yeah, I yeah. think I think there is a rotation. Yeah, and I think now that we know there are people around, because I feel like people is a very different beast to corrupted. So I think we're probably a bit more intense with the watch now. Yeah. In fact, before I transition out of like search mode or reconnaissance mode, can I do a little bit of investigation? I know I don't see any people. Do I see signs of people? Because as Drac pointed out, I feel like. The, the signs that a human would leave behind are just going to look different. Like, there's probably more of an intentionality to them than the corrupted. And, like, maybe if there's any markings put in place to mark a specific spot for a human to remember it or any supplies or anything that was dropped. Are you, so, um, are you leaving the building? I think what Nune had suggested was that one person stay up and look while another person actually go out and establish a perimeter. Yes. Is that correct or am I misunderstanding? Yeah, no, that's that's exactly okay. the idea because part of, part of the logic in my head is that well, someone is out there looking. If there's yeah. someone that sees them, they'll move away. And the person above will potentially see, oh, that mouse just scattered because the cat walked by. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think the idea was that Noon was going to start in the place, right? And she was going to stay there and watch while I went out and looked for the Spot on. So for Jeremy, give me first an agility stealth roll. Okay. I think there's a 21. Yeah, that's a 21. Okay, success. Oh, no, excuse yeah, me. Success. It's not a 21. I was wrong. It's a 17. 17. But okay, it's still so a success. success. Yeah. So you don't reduce your stress, but you're still, you still succeed, which is great because uh, you definitely don't want to be caught out there. So as you're like sneaking around, you're trying to look for different signs of people. I think this is not going to be an investigation as much as you're not like looking at a specific thing. It's going to be more survival as you're trying to find like um, signs of, of people. So let's do survival plus intellect. To okay. reduce it to a plus two. That is a 12. Okay. Partial success. Does, so well, I have, it's just a question. I do have a question. Does my earlier roll, because when I initially was looking out, when we, you thought that I was uh, there, which I think I rolled uh, alertness. I think I rolled alertness yeah. and judgment, I yeah. think. Uh, Does that yeah, that carry was based over? on like you walking outside and looking out to see if there's anything around. Okay. I was just asking if that carries over in any way. Yeah. <laughs> no. And plus, it's like you've been out all day uh, mm-hmm. for a few hours. So, um, so yeah, we'll use this. So, it was uh, 12, 12, you said? Yeah. So, partial success is going to be... It's tough because it's like, this might be the sign of a person. But now that there's been so many different uh, tracks from everything, it's hard to tell. I think the one thing that you find... And it doesn't like there's no other tracks or anything else that really helps you is you find this like weird, like it looks like a broken like glass vial. And it seems like you can see like there's like basically like dehydrated corruption that you that seems to be on the inside of the glass vial. Do I have any like anything that I could use to collect this safely? Hmm. You probably what do you have? You have a. I have, I, I assume a pack. Yeah. Uh, I have Cross. medical yeah, supplies. Yeah, backpack, yeah. I would imagine there's something in the medical supplies that might, like a glove. I could put it in like a, you know, yeah, a yeah. rubber glove or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that's 
Okay. Then I'll drop it into a rubber glove, sort of tie off the end like a balloon, uh, and then make my way back uh, at the end of the shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then, yeah, for Gabe, if you could give me also a judgment alertness as you're, like, trying to keep watch um, in between classes. Gladly. Is it 21? 21. Okay, good success. So, yeah, um, I don't know if you have any stress anymore, but reduce it if you do. Thank God. Um, My stress goes up and down. Consistently. Yeah, it's it's when you're That's this level of, of character, it's yeah, it's very fluctuating. Like I'm good. I'm not um, good. I'm good. I'm not good. <laughs> yeah, just wait till you roll a natural one. And Great. Go um, then it'll be really fun. So yeah, so I think as you're looking around, you can see that like the corrupted that were around the explosion have started to disperse. The ones that were like on the floor dying have just died and there's there. And things have started to go back to a quote unquote normal state. Um, it doesn't seem like you're able to like kind of keep track of where Nicodemus goes and you don't really see anything like moving away from him or chasing him. Everything seems to be quiet. I think maybe with that crit success though, as it starts to get darker throughout the day, you just think about what Kimmy had said about the night comes for you as the, as the night comes and Nicodemus, you, you return. I need you to give me a vitality athletics to get back in the building without Vitality because of fatigue from being out in your super suit all day. Yep. Come on, Frozen. Um, I believe in you. <laughs> you it? Yeah. I always have my super suit with me. Uh, you said Vitality Athletics. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, it landed cocked. That's a five. Five. Oh, so I think as you're like, maybe there's like a like an old dumpster that's set up right there, and you're trying to climb up it. You're tired. You start to go up and you slip. Maybe your foot goes through like the top of the dumpster. It makes a loud bang and you can hear the sound of stirring. Um, I need you to give me another Vitality Athletics to try to climb up. What's your stress at now, by the way? Well, my stress was at two. one. So that gives me plus two. Okay. So that puts me back up to three. At three. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I need you to try again to try to get out as you hear the sound of something coming. Okay. That is an 18. 18 success. You start to move. You like yank your leg out and you start to move up as quick as you can. You grab on to uh, the balcony's edge. And as you pull yourself up, you hear the sound of something whiz past you and smash against the wall. And you can see as you look and you're pulling yourself up, you can see that there is this glass shattered against the wall and against it where the glass broke, you can see this basically raw corruption is sliming and and trying to like find you. It can it can sense the iron in your blood and is like trying to move across the wall to get to you. You don't know how this got here, other than somebody Yeah, somebody launched it. Threw it at you. I'm like, okay. But, but you yeah. But you're but you're in mid climb, you're trying to get up on in and back into the building. Yeah. Um, is this high enough on the wall that when I get up, I can then scoop, like do something to deal with it, or do I have to deal with it before finishing climbing up? You could you could get up on the wall first. Yeah. I mean, you're not touching the wall where you're climbing. You're climbing onto like the balcony's edge, so right. it still has to like scoot over, um, and it's pretty slow moving. Yeah. Um, okay. If it, obviously, if it lands on your face, you're fucked. But is oh, and thankfully I'm wearing a helmet. Is Noon there? <laughs> 
I think noon is uh, probably up on the roof still. Do you think at this point, like as night is approaching, do you think noon is still looking? Noon would be looking until <sighs> until it was like time to switch because she wouldn't want to leave him without cover or support, high, basically. Yeah, high and dry. Yeah, so, okay. Um, I need you to also give me a vitality alertness and the same thing of just like you spent all day out here stressing about this that's fair oh so great plus one to this because you're (laughs) 16 okay success you hear the glass shatter and you look down (sighs) you are seven stories above where he is approaching you look out and all you can see is that like from the alley some shadowy figure pulls itself back in the last moment as you look in that direction see and now and you can see like down the down the block to either side corrupted or starting to stir and approach from the fall that he had into the dumpster and also the the glass now i'm activated again yeah nicodemus you pull yourself up you're on the balcony now noon what are you doing now that you're now that you're activated again <sighs> shadowy figure i'm a dog <laughs> i like <laughs> She got that dog in her. Uh, I don't know if she has any specific communication device that we, we didn't really like establish any of that. Right. Give me a luck roll. Just a d20 if you get 11 or higher. Oh, God. Five. It, it, oh, five. Okay. We, are we do a not have walkie colony. talkies. I'm sorry. <laughs> we have included, we've created no system for signaling. Yeah. For we did not range. at all. No mirrors, no <laughs> oh. flashlights, nothing. So. Honestly, she's she's racing down trying to get to them. Like she's racing okay. down trying to get to that figure. It's it's look, she's she didn't she didn't shame Kimmy because she's the same. Like Yeah. She just goes. Yeah. About to be Kimmy 2.0. I think in this moment, like fatigue is at the back of your mind. Yeah. So let's do agility athletics as you just race down the stairs. It's gonna take time. Uh, but you can do it. Where is Link and Azu as the night's gone on? Like I I think you've settled Kimmy earlier on in the day what are the what are the two of you at where are you at if there's any like um herbs or fruits or veggies anything like that that could be made into some kind of medicine even if it's like lightweight medicine if it's just like painkillers or something like that uh, i'm probably in my infirmary like making that okay. especially again yeah. with I think, the yeah. danger i want to be Stuck yeah. up on as many uh, meds as we can. Yeah, I think uh, that's definitely possible. So you just pulled stuff from like the garden, from the rooftop garden. Yeah, so yeah, increase that by one, medical supplies by one um, for you. And then what is Link doing? Does Link stay up on the roof? Yeah, I think Link definitely is throwing so many jokes Azu's way. But at the end of the night, this is like the place where he can clear his head um, and meditate and really just like sit without being interrupted. So I think that he's just outside, he's eating, kind of like sitting on the edge of the building, one leg pulled up, uh, or one knee pulled up, um, a big old red pepper in his left hand. Um, He's just biting into like an apple um, and like spitting seeds over the side. Just very contemplative at the moment. Yeah, I think that you see Yoon notice something and take off down the stairs i'm gonna listen for a second okay. i know what the wailing sounds like i would like to listen for the like to see if there's swarms of corrupted again give me a judgment alertness roll 17 on the 17 you can hear yeah it does sound like they are picking up again oddly it sounds like you hear something from the building across the street as well the building that you often will zip line to 
you know the sound of that weathered floor, of those creaking floorboards. Sounds like something's over there. In the middle of the building? Yeah. Oh, I want to go so bad. But I have good judgment. Um, Mechanically, (laughs) everyone. So I kind of want to take my handgun out and aim it at like the middle-ish area, middle-ish window of like the middle level of this building where I kind of hear sound. Um, And I'm aiming for the wall. I think I'm just trying to shoot once because if the corrupted are inside and they hear a sound outside and they don't have brains, they will just fling Hmm. themselves out of the window and it will be no issue. If there is humans in there. Okay. My best ones? 27. Them or at least let people Um, I think, yeah, you hit exactly where you're aiming for. Okay. You hear the quick sound of shuffling, the sound of a chain going taut, the sound of everything in the building stopping. You hear the sound of wailing from the floor. And you also hear the sound of a sort of like a squelching, um, as if something slimy were applying itself to a surface and peeling itself off multiple times in a row. Uh, You just hear that over and over. From the other building? From around you. Around me. You've activated everything with that gunshot. Oh, very fun. Uh, Word. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I put my gun down. Um, I don't put it down, I put it away. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to run inside and uh, grab onto that. Ri- like, I ought- probably still have chalk on my hands. I'm eating the pepper with chalk on my hands. I'm going to run over to the mm-hmm. rope to go down and start sliding down um, and doing what I can to let everyone know what I've done. To- okay, so you're trying to go down to the ground floor? Maybe the ground floor. I think I want to go where I see Azu, where some other members of the group are, so everyone can be no- like let known that like what I heard um, there's a chain they're squelching something's something's bubbling up around the like around the building and I kind of shot at the building um, across that was the here. well I thought that if it was I I didn't realize it was going to be that kind of no- I thought that there was corrupted in the other building I didn't realize it was around ours but it was a gunshot yeah it was a, it was a gunshot Okay, just yeah. squelching and chains. <laughs> squelching chains, yeah. wailing. Yeah, you, 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 you hear this and you say that as you're like running past down the stairs. Nicodemus, you're on the balcony. We're going to go back in time a little bit. Um, are you trying to capture or fight this thing off? Or yeah. are you just trying to get into the building? No, I start like, is this the first time that I've ever seen like raw corruption being wielded? by a person yes and i've seen i assume raw corruption elsewhere though like on its own just never being wielded yeah Yeah. so it is it's it's possible that they didn't synthesize this but that it they found it somewhere and collected it okay then i think i 
have like a moment of sort of a flashback. If anyone could actually see my eyes, they go even wider. Uh, and I think back to standing inside of a religious institution, a house of worship, holding the the body of someone who is flailing wildly as black stuff starts to ooze out of their eyes and nose and mouth, seeing the rest of the the congregants panicking, hearing the screams, and I sort of come out of that flashback. I look down and I start murmuring the names of all of the people who were there. As I take out my medical kit and start to scrape it off of the wall and I put it into some sort of safe receptacle, whether that's another glove or I have another baggie of some kind, but something that would prevent it from getting out that I can scrape it into, and I just do that as quickly as possible while I'm murmuring these names under my breath. Okay, so unlike the other vial that you found that was sort of dried out. This is actively alive. Mm -hmm. um, So it's moving towards me even. So yeah, so it is so as you're trying to like grab it, it's also trying to grab you. So I want you to give me judgment athletics to try and like okay, maneuver yourself to avoid getting this on you. Okay. Judgment plus three athletics is plus three so that's going to be a 25. Okay, crit. So yeah, so you're somehow like able to just like as like scrape this thing um, into like a cleared out bottle. Like you had like some like a bottle of ibuprofen that had like four left. You just dump it and just like start scraping this like inky substance into into that bottle. Um, I need you to give me also a vitality alertness roll. Okay. I like that we are efficient, but we keep like almost failing badly oh yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah uh that's a 23 okay so as you're doing this you hear the sound of a step and an effort like grunt um and you hear the sound of a whizzing again you lean back and bam another one smashes into the wall right in front of you okay Um, and you look and now you can see as you look back towards this alley you can see that there is this shadowy figure um clearly throwing these at you. And the corrupted down the streets are getting much closer. They are running at full sprint. Yeah. Uh, I'm currently in an elevated position, so I'm not super duper worried about the corrupted, right? It would be difficult for them to get to where I am. Is that correct? You should worry. Absolutely. I should yeah. worry. Uh, okay. They, yes. Yeah. That's the if thing they you see never you, and they, the story you should worry. <laughs> you <laughs> should worry. Okay. Oh, no. Absolutely. They can still see you and they can still attempt to jump at you and the likelihood of them reaching you is very high. Okay, would I have time to grab one of my javelins and throw a javelin at this person? Sure, yeah. Like, safely? Um, And I'm not like, and then, like, immediately there are people flying in my face. No, yeah, yeah, you could, yeah, I would say you'd have time to to throw one still and still try to get inside the building. Okay, here's my second question. Is this infection, is this corruption, if left unattended, an immediate threat? Is it like, if you leave, this thing comes in and starts... Venom symbioting its way through the colony. No, it's not immediate. Like, if there's not a host around, it's going to just stick to the metal. Okay, then I take a step away from that, and I'm going to take out my atlatl. If anybody doesn't know what an atlatl is, it's a very old device developed by early humans that allows you to throw a javelin or spear a much greater distance with uncomfortable accuracy. So I'm going to take out one of my javelins, not my boar spear, I'm going to take out a javelin, load it into my little atlatl, and then just launch it at that person. Now, like, more hurriedly reciting the names. I am filled with, like, this, like, how 
dare you try and spread this corruption uh try and try and corrupt those who have been kept safe purified for all this time in trying to trying to destroy these people and i i launched that at him incredible give me a agility melee combat okay because you're using your melee weapon to do this yes uh so okay it's a plus seven it's gonna be a 20 another crit yeah so you absolutely launch this thing uh give me what's your melee combat is it a five four four so a d10 times two damage okay that's gonna be 12 in total 12 total so yeah you launch this javelin um and I think you can see like the scared step of like, oh shit, and stepping back and absolutely takes this person off their feet. And all you can see left is like their foot laying on the ground as they disappear behind the alley um, after being hit by your javelin. The corrupted are approaching quickly. You need to get through the door. Are you going back in now? Or are you going to? Yeah, I'm like, look, that person's out there. I can't. Like, They've fallen. They've made a noise. Hopefully that attracts some of the corrupted. I am going to go inside. I'm going to tell everyone about this situation and get the, like, do we need to correct, collect the corruption? All that stuff. But I'm heading inside, locking, barring uh, as much, yeah, taking all my stuff and trying to keep everybody safe. And then I'm going to stand behind it just in case I hear any, <laughs> any jump up and try and get through. Yeah, you slam the door closed uh, and you start to bar it. And I think that's when Yoon comes down the hallway. And you can see at the end of the hallway, Nicodemus is is standing there trying to secure this door um, frantically. Uh, do I hear Noon? Uh, I hear Noon or see Noon approach? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, you can see each other. I turn and say, there's someone out there. There was a figure. They were throwing jars of corruption. They're throwing jars of corruption. I found one. It was dried out there and they just threw one again. Tell Azu, maybe they infected Kimmy I, and she doesn't know. But there's something out there. There's a person. I, I got them. I uh, they, they fell. They may be alive, they may be dead, but they are injured. I am likely to be able to catch them. If you tell the others, I will make my best effort to subdue them non-lethally and bring them in for questioning. Uh, Excellent, but there are corrupted out there. Can you make it past them? I can do anything. Uh, I I step out of the way and I run to tell the others uh, exactly what Nune has told me to tell them. And Nune is sprinting. Nune, you burst through the door. You can see that uh, there are a good, like... 20 corrupted that are just like nearing that location you can see the foot on the floor across the street give me a judgment alertness roll yeah that's fair I expected that I haven't read it <laughs> I expected it hell yeah 14 14 okay partial success you can see all of this happening but you also see that there is like at least two other figures now standing in the alleyway And these corrupted have heard the door now swing open, this old metal door. They are running in your direction. You have this, like, small balcony space that you can fight on, or you can jump down to give yourself more space. I'm I'm diving in. Uh, You know what? We live live 100. Go ahead and give me an agility athletics roll as you jump off the side of this building. Uh, Let's go. God, math is so hard. 26. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. that's why I said Absolutely. math is hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You jump down. It's like you don't even roll. It's just you land on your toes, your knees bend, and you, you, you know, hand up, touches the ground, and you're up. And you are immediately bombarded as these corrupted are all trying to get to you. Mm-hmm. You have to fight to survive. Mm-hmm. This is what you're made for. Yeah. Let's give me an agility unarmed combat. Done. It's a 17 plus 8. 
I'm not good at math. Yeah, 25. yeah, that's crit. So, yeah, thank you. Uh, you <laughs> give me a, a d10 times two for damage, and this is just going to be like basically like uh, Ip Man style. You're fighting fucking ten karate. That's masters. sixteen, uh, baby. We in there? Did sixteen? Okay, yeah. So you are going to with sixteen, you can take out three of them um, and injure another one. So what does that look like as this is happening? As you're being surrounded and and fighting, is there around? any like debris or trash around? Yeah, probably. Like literally, literally, just like the idea of like there's like a, a broken wood board and it's like sitting on top of a rock, and she like steps on it so it's in the air, and then like that spinning kick, kicking the wood into like the chest, going through, knocking one back. And as that one falls back, she runs forward, leaps off their chest, and then just, like, flying elbow down into, like, the skull of another one. As that one goes down, and then she, like, rolls over, and it's very it, man. It takes probably a swing or a bite, and she leans back, and as she leans back, her right fist just comes up into a heavy uppercut. As the uppercut comes up, her left fist goes out and then just, like, backhands another one close enough to her. And she is, like grinning unreasonable. <laughs> there's still more so I'll let you do one more attack before we oh before we there's more. there's more you're gonna love this that's a one oh no no get, get, no take it back well it all comes back <laughs> yeah. around <laughs> listeners my favorite mechanic that I've <laughs> for any game ever it's called compromised um you ever get sick and tired of how natural one doesn't feel like anything not anymore baby <laughs> welcome to compromise oh, yeah. when you are compromised you have to do everything you can to get out of the situation you are now in a life or death and things are not going to look good for you so what do you think happens that puts you in that compromised position and then i will explain uh, what happens as well because um, you just gave me a bunch of GM points and so yeah I think she's she's so focused she's so in her moment that her environmental awareness she's aware of where everything is in that moment that she starts fighting but with these swarms they're shifting things around like one of them kicks a garbage can or something like that and it rolls and she's focused on left right left right forward left right can is over there can is eight feet can is nine feet one of them gets pushed forward and she probably rolls and stumbles backwards as she thinks that she's hurting them but secretly they're hurting her to something that's already moved and she stumbles. So two things are going to happen. I think one, you're just absolutely going to get crashed into and get thrown to the floor. You're going to take three damage. Oh, yeah. The next thing that's going to happen is that they are going to swarm you. Hell yeah. So all of them are just like trying to pile on now. We're going to come back and let you fight back from this. But is there anything that you do or say uh, in this moment of like trying to alert the others about your plight? Because everybody's inside. Nobody is looking down at you anymore. Uh, Nicodemus lets you go outside and close the door. So do you yell? Do you do anything to signal that you're in danger? I yell, Nicodemus, throw another bomb. Okay. Uh, Here's the problem. You did tell me to run and tell the others. Mm -hmm. Am I close enough to hear her say that? Because I did take... My understanding is that the others did not immediately follow. Is that correct? Probably not. I would have... I if he told me that Nguyen went out, Zoo could be going out. Um, I'd have really taken a, a vantage point up top because they are like arranged. 
fine. Well, you, even said you said Nicodemus, she probably just say throw another bomb. Like when people see yeah. a horde swarming, she's like throw a bomb. Yeah. Um. You. <laughs> do I hear so, it? Yeah, is, so I is think ultimately so. what it comes to. Do I hear give it? Me, in my give me vitality, to... vitality alertness to see if you can hear it as you're okay. like running and trying to get help. Um. And then yeah, Azu, you're. We'll say you're positioned at a window. That is a 14, so partial success. 14, partial success. You hear something. Um, you hear bomb being yelled, but that's that's it. <laughs> this, that's so much worse. <laughs> that's oh, really so bad. I have to be letting the people cover? out there. That is terrifying. Yeah, I am like... <laughs> Oh no! I dive for cover and like sit there for a few seconds with my head like I assume the position of like lay tucked under, hands behind the head. I sit there for a couple of seconds, seeing if anything is happening or anything going off. If nothing goes off, then I do. I need to roll this, or should I just be like, look, maybe I should check to see if if they are okay. Um, I don't think you need to roll. I think, yeah, just if, if you think, like, if you don't hear a bomb explode, uh, whatever your character's next action would be, I think makes sense. Okay. Also, Gabe, you only have 10 HP or to start with. Yep. So you're at seven now. So everything yep. that you roll is going to be at a minus one. Hell yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Because um, <laughs> you're grievously weak. I cannot yeah. stress enough how much I love danger. Yeah. 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 This game was made for you. Yeah. Yeah. Can I roll like a retroactive, maybe insight judgment? Because when I look at Noon and I say there's there's corrupted out there, can you get past them? And she says, I can do anything. Now, she probably smiled I, in a way that's kind of like, hmm? Do I? Yeah. Do <laughs> yeah, I think that she actually like, do I believe her or do I think that she's just like, nah, it'll be OK. And the end I'm like, well, that's OK. Which, which I think in the moment, Noon's confidence has always led you to believe that she truly could do anything. Okay. But I think like Nicodemus is like, okay, like I'm working off instinct right now. I was told that she can do anything. She'll be okay. And so I'm moving. And now after hearing the bomb, you're second guessing. So let's do empathy insight to see what that second guessing tells you about your next action. And then we'll go from there. Uh, I have a plus 10 to this roll, so I really hope that this goes well. That is a natural <laughs> No way. Yes. Compromise, compromise. I have a full 10 to this roll. <laughs> I literally could not have added more. So you are now compromised. So oh. what is that like to be compromised emotionally in the situation where, you know, is it like you're second guessing yourself should it should you have stayed and helped fight like what's what's that look like um i think in and this, also take three stress and also yeah. falter i'm pretty sure uh so yeah that puts me at four yeah that puts me at four uh stress so i i think w- i hear bomb and then i'm like oh, oh, as i'm trying to stand to my feet i once again have like sort of a, a wide-eyed like uh and i'm thinking back to the last time that I made a really blatantly incorrect judgment that got someone killed. And that same religious house, like somebody's like, wait, wait, they're they're convulsing. What is this stuff? And like, you know, somebody starts to like shake in the back. And I'm like, what? There's a moment where part of me is like, tell them to move away now. You've heard the reports. And then part of me else is like, wait, 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 wait. 
maybe we can, if we simply pray, we can try and help. And like in that moment where I'm like, uh, uh, and I'm sort of torn between the two, all hell breaks loose. And I think I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no. And I think I panic and I scream as loud as I can into the building. Like I I lift up my helmet to get as much uh, volume as I can. I just scream, we're under attack. Nude is fighting them alone. All of you as quickly as possible. We'll all die if you don't help. The night has come. The shadows have come to claim us all. I'm just like fully like I'm emotionally compromised in this moment. So, Azu is at the window. You see this swarm that has, like, piled on top of Noon. What are you doing in this moment to try and help? So, just know this. Because Noon is compromised, everything you do affects the compromised table, and it's not just the standard table. So, failing these rolls works against Noon getting out of compromise, just so you're aware. No pressure. Now that we've established that we're kind of the, the leaders of this community... Losing a leader immediately is not going to be great. Um, I think from where I am, what I can really do is take out some of the the corrupted are uh, like directly on you. And I want to give her some breathing room. Yeah, but it's truly like a case of everything. They when when they're in the infirmary and tending to people, um, they go into like a zone where there's like hyper focus on this task, and they can kind of go into that same place, that same headspace, uh, and often do whenever out in the field with with Nguyen and Link. I think despite um, her being so um, abrasive, <laughs> I guess it's a nice way to put it, uh, they always do have Nguyen and Link's back without fail. Um, and I guess in their weird way, do care for the two of them. So they're going to try and take out um, as many of the corrupted to give Nguyen some breathing room to get back inside. Okay. And I'll say the infirmary is on the third floor. So, yeah. Um, are you using your rifle or your bow? Oh, I think bow. Just so okay. it's a little less brutal if I miss and hit you instead. <laughs> yeah, I'll go bow. Okay. So, yeah. You pop open the window. Um, you aim outside. Uh, I will say you you can take three shots. So, you can attack three times if you choose to. Yeah, and I'm definitely going to do that. Okay. Not 20 for the first one. Okay. Incredible. That... Is- that- is the best case scenario that's going to get <laughs> that's going to get uh, Noon out of compromised position oh that's exactly what I'll aim for um, yeah. second one is a 17 okay third one is a 25 your archery is a 4 plus 4 or plus 5 uh, archery is plus 3 plus 3 so do a d8 times 2 and then a d8 and then another d8 times 2 16 for the first so 8 um, for the times 2 so 16 I do the I do the two crits first. Um, the other crit is a five, so a ten for the other crit, um, and for the non crit, an eight. You can see like the pile where it's all sort of centering, and you just like breathe, and you take this hyper focus shot, and the shot goes through the head of one into the head of another, and they fall over. I think Noon, you look up and you can see that Azu is up at the window taking these shots, and you have this moment of reprieve. You can breathe for a second they're still on top of you but there's nothing is like trying to get into your face um and then you see another shot and another shot and these bodies sort of fall around you and it's they're sort of keeping everything like the swarm away from you um you're still gonna have to get out of this but uh yeah for a moment you have a second to survive 
What is Link doing? Link uh, used his gun once for bad and will try to use his gun for good. Are you at a different window on the third floor? I think or what's so. That? I think I'm out of the window. Yeah. Um, just trying to shoot as many as possible. Yeah, so same thing. So you'll have a lot more bullet spread than the arrows will. Um, so go ahead and give me uh, as many attacks as you're attempting to do. I think I'm going to try to do five. And with agility, this will be agility um, handguns. Okay. Perfect. And I say, as as Azuko's um, shooting, I know he's been around Azuko one day in this mindset. You, again, like I mentioned, they always go for the spinal cord, mm-hmm. like paralyzing things because <laughs> yeah. the skull is often hard to do. You hear them muttering to themselves like, C1 vertebrae, C2 vertebrae, like aiming for the specific vertebrae and then firing and hitting those spots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that Link is doing the exact opposite, or not even doing the exact opposite, but like in a similar fashion, is talking in the way that like every athlete is in depth about their sports medicine, but cannot be specific. Just like connect to the spine, roll down, like whatever, you know, yeah. uh, just saying stupid things. Um, I'm going to do neck five bones attacks. connected to the. Back yeah, bone. backbone connected to the <laughs> ground so bone. I'll say you could do three attacks, but you're going to use wasted bullets. So you're going to take a lot okay, of shots. And just Let's just do three, three attacks. Three attacks. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, so I'm adding plus eight to this. Mm-hmm. 18. Okay, that's a success. 11. Okay, that's a partial success. So it's going to be half damage. Natural 20. <laughs> hey! <laughs> yeah, 28. There we go. Um, okay, so you are rolling D10 for your handguns. Okay. So regular D10. Uh, half damage d10 and then a double damage d10 the regular damage okay six um okay half damage three um okay you can have that down to one two, two. great yeah, thank you for your two. generosity and lastly our double damage okay that i rolled a six again so we're doing yeah 12. so 12 uh yeah 20 total okay Okay, so we'll throw in one more uh, that you kill. So four total. Um, so yeah, so then give me three D4 rolls to see how many bullets you've wasted from your gun. Okay. Not wasted, just missed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's a four. <laughs> That's a four, yeah. Plus one, five. Let's do seven. Okay, five, seven. Uh, okay, so 12 plus the one you shot before, so 13. Yeah. So in, in your handgun, you have three bullets left just so you're aware but i'll say you would have a loaded clip that would use part of your ammo units. yes so but yeah just so we're aware for like next turn if if it's needed again noon you're on this you're on the floor you can hear now these shots are going off um and more of these things are going down i believe that we've lost eight of them now uh plus the two that you took care of um so yeah so it's like mostly half done you have this moment now where it's like okay these things are falling around me I need to get up now. I need to fight or run. What do you decide to do? I want to go after those people in the alleyway. Okay. I want them. Everybody got to get it. And they're gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everybody got to get it. Nah, they... Look, I said I want the smoke, and I'm still kindling. So those people yeah. that were in the alleyway are who I want. Okay. So first, give me an agility athletics to get out of, like, the bodies that are piled on you. Yeah, say less. <laughs> 24. I'm good at two things. And that's why I waited until yeah. you put me... When you said there was danger, that's why I was like, now Gabe's going to speak up because I know what <laughs> these roles will be. <laughs> so you get up and you look down in that direction and you can see these two figures that are kind of in shadow. You can see their heads turn to look at each other and then they start to run. Give me another 
agility athletics as these not only are you chasing them but you're also going to be chased um unless your friends can stop the rest 22 yeah another crit success take your stress back down or take it down two points you take off at a dead sprint after these people when you get in the in in the hallway, you can see that there are where the, you thought there might be two. You can see that there are six of them, and they start running away because there's also the corruptive coming from behind you. You are gaining pretty good ground. I think I think Nune's fast. Yeah, but let's go back, uh, Azu, and then Link. You are trying to prevent the rest of them from searching for each other. I'm skipping Nicodemus because Nicodemus faltered and uh, is taking this moment to just try to recuperate. So, yeah, Azu, let's go first. Yeah. You see that you see Noon get up. You see Noon start to run. As Azu like yells off. No, they don't yell. They want to yell after Noon as they see them gap and go the opposite direction <laughs> to to the safe house. Um, and let's go. Just curse on the breath. God. Damn it. And we'll turn and I think grab just the nearest like member of the security that kind of controls the building and just say, try to barricade all of the windows and doors that are crappy outside. I'm going to go help Nguyen. I'm going to try <laughs> to get out of our building onto a nearby one and basically start traversing buildings, running as close to Nguyen as I can on the building tops to keep um, as close as possible and fire from there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm watching you. <laughs> okay, here's what I think you can do. Yeah, okay. give me an agility athletics roll okay. as you jump out the window uh, to a rooftop to try and pursue. Okay, that's a twenty on the dot. Okay, so crit success. So yeah, so there's this moment of like this isn't prepared because this isn't a route that Link takes. Yeah. But I think Link, you see, you see, uh, Azu in the hallway, run past your your open door, and then you hear the sound of a crash as you bust through the glass, land, and roll out onto the the smaller roof of the building next over. Um, are you trying to just run and like stay like rooftop? Or are you trying to take shots as well while you're? I want to try and take shots out there, taking out like the nearest okay. corrupted to Nguyen as they're running ahead. Okay, I'm gonna let you. I'll let you take two shots. Okay. I want to yell, "Go, doc! Go, doc!" <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is a t- uh, archery twenty-one for the first shot. Okay, crit success, and a fifteen for the second. Okay, partial success. So the first shot um, will be double. The second shot will be halved. Damn, I rolled an awful on the doubled. I rolled a one for the doubled. That's two damage. Oh, no. Okay. Um, yeah. And I rolled six for the normal. Okay. So, yeah, I think you take a shot and the, you're aiming for that spine and it's like the way that it's running, it turns. You can see it like hit a shoulder blade. And so you quickly load another arrow, shoot, and you're able to take that one down in the front. Damn it. Um, <laughs> Not as young as it used to be. <laughs> Link. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Link, you you see from your window that Nune has got up and started chasing these people. Still corrupted going after Nune? Mm-hmm. How many? About how many? So you just saw some arrows blast into one. Um, so there's about nine left. Um, should I run after and get in the mix or shoot from here? Can I try to do... There's no right answer. Yeah, I think I'm going to... I know, I'm just going to... I'm going to choose the absolute wrong answer and do a little bit of both. 
So I would like to uh, holster my gun. I get on the window and do this maneuver where I put my hands on vault outwards, flip um, and land outside. And then I'm going to kick from that one and try to go to another building that allows me to see a little bit closer or not a little bit closer, but just like get closer to where Neon is. I'm trying to keep up um, with the intent of following and then shooting the closest corrupted. Okay. Give me, give me athletics, uh, agility. Uh, 22. Okay. Yeah. So you absolutely pull off your wild maneuver and land and you start running in the same direction that uh, Azu is running. Um, and then go ahead and give me that shot. So this is going to be for this one. Give me judgment handguns, okay. I think is what we'll do. And this is just like you're because you're shooting these bullets in the same direction um, and trying to like pick the right target. You got a 15 plus five is a 20. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, crit success. So then uh, D10. Right. Yeah. yeah D10 uh, times two. Nine times two is eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. Uh, and then your bullets, please. Yeah. Your D4 bullets, because you only have three left. I rolled a one. I rolled a one. A oh, one. Wow. <laughs> okay. Terrifying. <laughs> you are hearing in the back of your mind. Azu over and over with this. Shoot the spinal cord, shoot the spinal cord. I think you take this shot at the spinal cord of one and it goes through its neck and pierces the back of another one in front of it. They both collapse to the floor and that'll be it. Noon, you're you're chasing. You can see like they take a turn, you take a turn. Um, but I want to jump back for a minute. Nicodemus, you're pulling yourself together after all of this. Um, you heard Azu tell uh, one of the other people in your community to you know, lock everything down. People are were being attacked. Um, double check. And so you see them run off towards the window. And as they're standing at the window and you're getting yourself off the ground, you hear the sound of glass break as something was thrown at it. Um, some piece of metal, maybe a, a knife or a hatchet or a hammer or something. The glass breaks. Um, and then you see another arrow sort of zip through. And you hear the sound of glass shatter against this person's face. Um, And you can see, like, the stick sort of bounce off. The glass is there. And you can see this corruption, like, crawling across the face of one of the people of your community. And it starts to seep up into their nose, into their mouth. And they're freaking out. And they're trying to claw at it. And they sort of stumble to the ground. And you know it's only a matter of minutes before they turn. And that is where we're going to end it for today. Oh, oh my God. Oh, it's bad. Oh, it's bad. I love how three of you left the building. Yes, we did. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I threw my self-preservation out the window intentionally. And then everyone yeah. followed, which, like, that was the crazier part to me. I'm like, I know I'm absolutely wrong. wild. Yeah. What's also wild is that your vitality is so low for somebody who does the things that you do. Yeah. Um, and it's incredible. So, yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, I mean, yeah. Before we get to introductions, I just want to say this has been so much fun. This is a wild experience. I love like the media that inspired um, a lot of how I set this up, um, I feel like is is getting played out in, in this moment. And I'm very excited. Um, your characters are badass. Uh, it's incredible to play with the four of you. So, yeah. Thank you, oh, yeah. everyone. Well, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Incredible truly. Game. Oh, my goodness. Fun. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. This is, uh, I, I yeah. wonder if any of us will survive. Uh, <laughs> Check that kid for part two. <laughs>
Uh, it's going to be bad. Yeah, it's going to end with Nicodemus somehow now the the sole leader of this community. <laughs> guy, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nicodemus he converts to the cult and he's he's a part of yeah. it now. Yeah. <laughs> I have been uh, Navar and I, you can find me on social media at N-A-V-A-A-R-S-N-P, Navar S-N-P. Um, I basically only use Twitter or Blue Sky. But also you can find me at the Secret Nerd Podcast where I will be putting out a 10-series narrative narrative-focused actual play of The Corrupted. So that will be out by the time that this is out. Uh, definitely go give it a listen. Uh, it is a wild, wild adventure of survival, um, queer romance, and pain, and love. And it's very, very good. Uh, so please listen to it. Secret Nerd Podcast. My name's Lexi. I have been Link. My pronouns are uh, he, she, they. And you can find me on Twitter at Black Girl Mage. But outside of that, you can find me as the GM for Strixu, uh, Strixhaven, all black HBCU inspired podcast. We're going to be doing a watch party where we rewatch the first arc on February 15th. I don't know when this comes out, but you know, then. And then we'll be watching the actual. Almost certainly after that. Oh, perfect. Great. Cool. So in the past, you can join us. Um, you can find us on Twitch at Black Girl Mage as well. And we'll be airing season one in late March. So keep your eye on Twitter for that. I'm Drac. I played Azu or Nurse today. You can find me on social media at Draconics. That's D-R-A-K-O-N-I-Q-U-E-S. Uh, I kind of produce and perform a bunch of different actual plays. Some of the two that I will plug is I'm the producer and project lead of Beyond the Brook, which is an Over the Garden Award inspired actual play. And that airs every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern over on Stella Luna's channel. That's S-T-E-L-L-A-L-U-N-A. Uh, every Friday at 8 p.m. It's also uploaded on their YouTube uh, the next day. Um, the other thing is over on Stella's channel, Stella channel as well, we have a bi-weekly campaign called Our Lives After, which is a fabulous Ultima campaign, heavily inspired by TT, um, JRPGs, anime, all of that goodness. Um, I imagine hopefully one of the episodes are out by now so just seeing the very cool exciting thing that we had a intro anime intro animated for that campaign check that out even if it's just to watch the opening because we went very hard on it um so yeah that's that's all the cool stuff that i've been privileged enough to work on uh gabe hicks and by now actually we've probably softly announced adventurers wanted which is a party-based card game inspired by the general fantasy vibe it is very loosely, the party game for D&D nerds, Pathfinder nerds, or any other tabletop nerd in general that wants to play a party game with their party that you have a reason to argue. And to be honest, nobody's right and everybody's wrong. And that's kind of the fun part. I have been Jeremy Cobb. You can find me on Twitter uh, and Blue Sky at Jeremy Cobb one. This Cobb with two B's and number one. You can also follow me on Instagram at the Cobbmeister and uh, come check out my Twitch streams, twitch.tv slash casual quest live, where I stream games that I'm playing for the first time. I, who am not a gamer, very much a casual, attempting to become more of a gamer. And you can follow the show at Three Black Halflings, uh, pretty much everywhere, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, um, uh, I think Fansly now, we just started the 3BH Fansly, so please go follow us in all of those places, and if you enjoy what you're hearing, please go support us on Patreon, that's patreon.com slash three black halflings to the number three black halflings um we have all sorts of stuff on the patreon and we're coming out with new stuff every single dang week uh, our patrons actually were the ones who helped decide uh what our next uh, ongoing actual play series 
will be, uh, and also where it will be set. So stay tuned for that. I think I'm going to mention it in a future episode, but um, stay tuned for those revelations. And if you want to get in on that sweet, sweet Patreon action, head over to the 3BH Patreon. And of course, the Three Black Halflings live show coming up April 5th in London. If you are in the UK or you will be in the UK during that period of time, please run, get your tickets. It's going to be a blast. And with that, we thank you for joining us for this episode. Stay tuned for the exciting conclusion of The Corrupted. So long, Shire Folk. That was a HeadGum Podcast.